You're holding in the Maral, the new Mishnah, which tells us about the fourth pair of the Zugos. As we've seen so many times, the Maral explains that the Zugos were a partnership, and therefore the advice they gave us, they told us it's two parts of the same principle, one on the side of the Abba, as you call it the positive, or on the sides of the negative. And here also, the Maral gives us both sides of the Mishnah, the Zug being Shmaya Natalian. And like the Maral explained to us, each partnership takes on a different aspect of a person's Avoida and judges it from points of both the Ava and the Yira. And therefore, let's look at the next two Mishnahs. Shmaya says, Shmaya Omer, Ahavis and Melacha, love, work, Snez Harabonus, hate authority, Valtis Vadal Deroshes. Don't make yourself known to the ruling power. That Shmaya's advice and Avtalia's advice is Avtalia Omer, Chachomim, is horrible Divrecha. Chachom, be careful of what you say, Shema Techoev Ochevas Kadus. Lest you become obligated to go to Goddess. And what's going to happen if you go to Goddess for Tigla, the Maka Mayim Arayim? You're going to exile, be exiled to a place of Mayim Arayim. V'yishtu ha-Salmidim ha-Boim ha-Kharechem And those students who come and drink from those Mayim Arayim will die from it. And then Tashem Shemayim is Chayim. And we'll call the Chilul Hashem. And obviously this mission is very esoteric. It needs an explanation. Rashi explains that the marshal he was referring to is that the words of a chacham, which are misconstrued, can lead people to make mistakes, and then the chacham gets blamed for the mistake that was made because people thought that they were listening to his advice, and uh, therefore he says, "Chacham, be careful what you say, so it shouldn't be a source of a mikshal, which they'll be blamed for." Let's see the Maral together. The Maral says, Hazuga Zeh, Shem Shmaya Vavtalyan, this partnership, this joint leadership of Shmaya Vavtalyan, Kamkin Barahazi Bidavash Eka Gadol Mo'id, Tarek Adam. They also came to warn us about something which is essential to a person. We prat on Hagosh Yesh to Adam in Mabrias, Kamashitik Nazuga Sarishonim, Kamkin Kamashi Ispar. One of the aspects of how a person interacts with other people. This is what came to talk to as well. And we explained in the previous Mishnahis the various different levels of where a person is meant to perfect himself. In the previous mission we spoke about the connection of people to the judges. The judge them, and then we spoke about how the judges are meant to set up the court system in a way which ensures the judgment is going to be both correct and I'll the halacha. Why? That was the previous uh, two kedarim that of Shem and Shadrach and Yehuda and Tavai who spoke about the authority of the courts. And now Vata Bo Hazuka Revi. This is the fourth pair of zugas where they came into Takan and Hagim Abrias to Metakan the way that to act with people and which kind of people. And that's to the Baal Shorah, to a person who is in authority. He's connected to the people. 
Hashem bestowed on him that he has Rudish above him. When we call Malcolm and it's not the same connection of a judge to the people he's judging as the connection of somebody in power to the people of whom he's ruling. Why? What's the difference? Because the connection of the Dayan to the people he's judging is that's considered authority for the benefit of the people. Whereas the person in power, his power is focused on himself. And what does that mean? Because you said this like It's true that a judge has authority. A judge is there to render a verdict and he has authority, the backing to carry out his verdict. So a judge is in a power position, but the central point of being a judge is that he's impartial. And therefore, even if he's deciding in the case between Reuben and Shimon, that Reuben's chayef to Shimon, he's going to enforce that, or Shimon's chayef to Reuben, and he's going to enforce that. But the main point is, the judge is there in order to decide between the argument between the two uh, contestants and the two litigants standing in front of him, and do what's right inside them. And the judge himself, the rule is, he has to be impartial, and therefore there's no benefit to him in, in the case. If a judge has a vested interest in the case, then of course, if that's the case, he's no longer fit to be a judge. And therefore, it's authority which is being exercised for the benefit of setting up a system which is the benefit of the people involved in it. Whereas when we have a person in authority, and uh, we have a capacity of sorrow, of power that is, so then it's somebody who could misuse that authority for his own purposes. A person in public office, a person that has power, whatever the case might be, so then Ba'atzim, he's the beneficiary of the power that he has. And that's why it's a different relationship to a judge who's, so to speak, there as a service to the tzibur, even if he needs to a certain degree of, of control in order to make his, opinion, his position effective, to somebody who's in power and really then can misuse that power to serve themselves, whether it's because they're going to take advantage of the power, or rather they're going to just get enjoyment from the fact that they're in control. And like we know, that's also not a good thing, the Gemara says. One of the examples of a person who's risking his Adam Haba is a pianist who puts his authority, makes people afraid of him, and uh, that's some, a, a, a power that someone in authority has, that he can make other people afraid of him. And if it's not being done for the right motivation, then it's better than taking advantage of the tip. And that's why he says, quoting a mission Edinburgh office, that the danger of the Rishus, of people in power, is that they do what the Hanas What they do is what's best for them, and that's what sets them in a different category of how persons to deal with them. And that's why he says, the first point, void Mahmoud's God, the aim of a year, Shalbar Sora, Al Oysam Hashem Tachtov, because he causes people underneath him who are subservient to him to be afraid of him. So there isn't, there might be some uh, a relationship or interaction that a person has to have, but it's not something which is close to a person. On the contrary, the nature of a person who's balsara, uh, who has power, is something that a person is either afraid of or keeps a distance from. And therefore, Shmaya Vavtanyan are going to discuss the relationship one should have or one does have. How to interact with 
about her. We're dealing with authority. We're dealing with the rulership. Now, therefore, what's the right way that power is meant to be expressed in the wrong way? So, Rabbi is a very interesting point. The first thing Shemaya said was a hovisamalacha. A hovisamalacha, which literally means love, work, or love, the, the, the labor you do. And why is it something that a person should love? So, Maral explains it like this. And he says, It's like every other zug. There's two sides to what they're trying to attack in. The one is the positive, and the one is what to be for, what, what to distance oneself from. And therefore, the avil, which is the positive side of authority, is what do we say is the best uh, way authority would be accepted or be see, come to the people? So the morale is going to tell us. We'll just say the principle outside first before you read the inside. The side of the morale is is that the authority of of the tamlichachamim when. What's considered important in a society, what's looked up in society, are the Gedalim, are the, those, the Tzadikim, the Chacham of the Dar. So that's authority which can be used positively if the, if the purpose of it is to bring to bring my Kvot Shemayim. To bring my Kvot Shemayim, that's the, that's the result one wants. Whereas if people are misusing that authority, so then that's something which is looked at as negatively. And if it's a Talmud Chacham who has authority because of his Torah knowledge, who is misusing his authority, then it does the opposite and creates a Chilol Hashem. And therefore the first point is, how does somebody who has the authority of their position through Torah use it to create a Kedosh Hashem? And then he brings the Gemara. And the Gemara is well known, but now if you listen to this background, we'll see another explanation or another level of meaning in this Gemara. And it's a Gemara in Yuma, and that's what he brings. A Chacham who has the authority invested in by his Chachma or by his position of Torah. So he can use it to bring about the Kiddush Hashem. How? That's what the Gemara says in Yuma. That you must love Hashem and that the Pasuk is explained not just that you should feel love for Hashem, but that you should cause others to love Hashem as well. And that is, Shiyeh Shem Shemaim Mis'ahib Al Yodecho. Through you, other people will come to love Hashem as well. How does it happen? A person who has learnt the Torah Shabbat, he's learnt the Torah Shabbat, he has got a direction and guidance from of a previous Jadar. So he's a Tamil Chacham of stature, the people who respect. And now, that by itself doesn't cause the Kiddush Hashem. But the next point is. He speaks calmly, pleasantly with other people. His business dealings are honest and fair. Then in those cases, what do people say about him? How fortunate is someone in Torah? Come and know him, Drachov. How pleasant his ways come with the Kwan in Maisov. How his actions are correct. And therefore, about a person like Hashem says, You my servant in whom I take pride, that's what Kai Israel's meant to be. And what's the Yisrael of the Gemara? The Yisrael of the Gemara is like, the person who is the Yisrael of the Yisrael of the Gemara. The person who is the Tamil Chacham, 
he's on a level, he's the Rosh Hashiva, he's the Arab, whatever it's going to be, somebody who's respected as a Talmud Chacham. He's respected for his time. And how does this person act with other people? If he's going to take advantage of his position in Torah, so for example, he demands other people do things for him, uh, his way of interacting with them is to try and take advantage of them, he ex- expects others to, look, to serve him, whatever the case may be, or to give him things which he wants because of who he is, then the people see him as somebody who's using the Torah, so to speak, as a spade or as a, to dig with, as a way to get what he wants, and it's a means for his own advancement, if I'm going to call it that, or to, to, to get what he wants out of the position, and that creates a chedolesha. That creates a chedolesha. Whereas the Gemara says, if, if someone who learns Torah and is proficient in Torah, and nevertheless he talks calmly, nicely to other people, he doesn't make demands of them, and he doesn't, he's not unfair in business, he doesn't try to take advantage of things because of his situation or his position, so people say, come, uh, someone who learns Torah, and still, come and know him myself, come and mutakon him it means he's, that his authority isn't being misused for his own advantage, that makes a kiddush Whereas the plain shalom Torah, the person who learns Torah, and his tibura is not benachasim abris, and his masoim aton is not be'emunah, which means he is now taking advantage of his authority unfairly, or to make demands of the public. If that's the case, what are people going to say about him? The plain shalom Torah, Look how inappropriate his actions are, and that makes a chilulasha. And therefore, the insight is in a person in a position which gives him authority, a person has to be very careful that he's not going to misuse that authority to take advantage of it, because the result is people see it as being, so to speak, that a person is using his, his uh, influence or the position that he has for his own advantage. We see that if you want the paragon of a person who is completely blameless, completely, so to speak, uh, free from any kind of uh, negir, any kind of personal interest in this area, was Shmuel Navi. Shmuel Navi served the public as a Navi, as a leader, as the advisor, as uh, the, the shepherd for 50 years. And he finishes his career by saying, if I ever took anybody's donkey, I ever borrowed anything from anyone, I ever asked for a favor, I ever asked anyone to do anything for me, let them stand up and testify against me. And like Kosek says, that Shmuel Novi was responded to him and said, you didn't take advantage of us, you never took anything from us, you never, so to speak, were unfair to us. And therefore, even though Shmuel had authority, it made a killish Hashem that he never misused that authority. He never... He never acted in a way which he took a benefit from from what, his position. And even the Gemara says that if a, a, a Talmud Chacham wants not to get anything from the Tibur, so then he can act like Shmuel did, he never took anything from the Tibur. But the Gemara continues and says, whereas the Talmud Chacham wants, so he can get benefit from the Tibur, like we find by Elisha. The Elisha was also a Navi, but in his time he traveled to Shunam, and the, the Pasuk tells us, that there was a wealthy lady there, and she wanted to host Elisha, so she makes him a small room, a guest room, if you want to call it that, and she hosts him, you see Elisha accepted that, and that's also okay. The reason there is because that's also not a problem, because 
there wasn't something Yerisha asked for or something Yerisha put pressure on people to give him or he demanded it came the other way around and she came to ask him for the honor of being able to host him and in the case like that the person is allowed to accept he doesn't misuse his position whereas if someone who is in a position as a Navi or as a leader would make demands of people that this is what they have to do for him this is what they have to provide for him then that would be seen as being something which a person is taking advantage of the position and that would be in a way and therefore the first point which the Maharaj taught us and that is Dafka for the person who is in the position of authority he has to be more careful that he's not misusing that authority in a way which people are going to look at as Kiru he's just taking advantage for himself and that's a quite a type or Davish or quite a Torah or quite a Malkam or Gorem never Tamil Torah where the Tamil Chacham doesn't need people and therefore on the contrary he shows that even though he has the authority invested in him by his position or by his Torah knowledge but he doesn't use it as a way to, to gain anything for himself or to take, to take anything and that causes, that causes people to love Hashem that Kiro, the people, they see that those people who have the Torah authority aren't trying to take or make anything for themselves And so much so, this is a sensitive point that the Maral says that you see a Klai Yisrael even sometimes see things b'sheker, see things being dishonest if they feel that a leader is seriously taking advantage of it. And what's the example he gives? It's a scary example. He brings from the Yishalmi and Shkodim, Amri Yishalmi and Shkodim, that it says that at the time after the Chet Egil, Moshe distanced himself from the Jewish camp and he pitched his tent out in the desert. And every day Moshe would come into the camp and he would return to his tent. And the Pasuk says that when Moshe would return to his tent, the people all stand and watch Moshe as he made his way back to his own tent. And what, was, what were they thinking about him? What were they looking at him? So the Gemini says on that Pasuk, that they gazed after Moshe as he made his way back to his own tent. So the Gemini says, Try Amorai Plegi. There's an arm between the two Amorai. Chadam and the Shabbat. They were looking at him with praise. The Chadam and the Gnai. They were looking at him, so to speak, negatively. And what was the negative? What were they thinking negative of Moshe? Look at Moshe. He's somebody who's fattening himself in our expansion. Ochel Yudai, he is eating from our money. Veshasim Yudai, he is drinking from our drinks. Madli Midi Yudai, he takes, he takes from us. Which is an amazing thing. Kaisa looked at Moshe and he said, Look at Moshe, he is benefiting from our money. He is taking, he's eating from us, he's drinking from us. So to speak, he is uh, taking advantage of us. And there couldn't be a bigger shaker in the world. Let's think about it a second. What was Moshe eating? What were the Jewish people eating? They eating the man. Okay. And whose chus brought in the man? The man came in the chus of Moshe. And if that's the case, it's not that he was eating from them. Exactly the opposite. They were eating from him. On a daily basis. And even though that's the case, the Jewish people have the temerity to say that Moshe is eating from us. He's taking our things. Everything that they were eating every day was from Moshe. How could they even think such a thing? So the morale isn't justifying them, 
but he's saying you see that people would even believe a shaker if they think or even spread a shaker because there's that feeling of you taking advantage of us and for whatever reason Israel mistakenly thought Moshe was taking advantage of them that that became kilo an indictment of Moshe the leader who's so to speak eating from the table and that was a negative the, those who looked at Moshe negatively thought like that and the Ibrahim ate a shaker for you the word they were saying was a shaker because like we said Moshe wasn't eating from them Moshe was providing for them and that's the second point also Why, besides for what Moshe was giving them the man there was another point we know that after Moshe smashed the first lochos so Hashem told him to fashion new lochos in their place and those new lochos which were fashioned uh, where did Moshe get the sapphire to create lochos so Hashem so to speak told Moshe or created for Moshe the sapphire under his tent and from that Moshe carves the luchas sal that you have to carve the luchas now if you're carving luchas it's going to be the, the so to speak the shavings or the parts of the sapphire which are cut off in order to make the luchas what's going to be with those so Hashem told Moshe lecha the leftover sapphire you can keep and that's the Gemara says that Moshe became independently wealthy from the sapphire which was left over from the luchas that he brings from the Gemara ki Moshe ha'eshim ipsilasan shaluchas from the shavings of the luchas Moshe became wealthy and therefore if we have to work with Klai Yisrael thinking Klai Yisrael felt that Moshe had done wrong by keeping the luchas the scrapings of the sapphire of the luchas for himself they thought that being as the luchas were given to Klai Yisrael so that's the case the stone which was uh, Moshe had to fashion the Nukhas from was something which belonged to the Tibur and why is Moshe keeping the leftovers for himself? Okay, so in reality that was a mistake. Firstly, Hashem told him to take it but secondly, again, it wasn't coming from the Tibur, it was coming from him. From Hashem's point of view, after the Chetah, he was willing to destroy Kai Yisrael and recreate the nation from Moshe. And only because of Moshe's tefillah, only because of Moshe's uh, 40 days of davening, that Hashem agreed to reinstate Klai Yisrael and give them the second luchas. And if that's the case, the fact that there were a second luchas was also Moshe's chos. And that's the case, no one could have, really have a complaint that the second luchas Klai Yisrael had a right to. But nevertheless, Klai Yisrael, like you said, are sensitive to this point and therefore they felt that Moshe got something which they didn't, they're going to blame him for it. The kid is taking advantage of them. And what the Maharals bring this up is to show us how careful, therefore, a leader has to be to make sure that there never is going to be a point where people can even wrongly view the situation and blame the leader against taking advantage of them. With Dara's a going by the same, a bit of a Maharals talking about his Dara, because that's for every Dara as well. And that is that that feeling that people have that the Tamil Chomim or the Rabbanim or whatever it's going to be, the Rashi Shiva are taking advantage of the tzibur is what causes a lack of karatara if everyone felt that the tamalikhachom aren't taking from the tzibur so people would respect Torah much more but because people think we're the ones who are providing for the tamalikhachom so in some way it lessens the COVID they have for them because they think they're just taking from us and 
besides for that, the fact that the situation is such where the Mircham are taken from the Tzibur means that they aren't able to rebuke the Tzibur properly or hold them to the standard they're meant to be at. They would be Mechiach at Tzibur more, Ki Ashmas at Tzibur, Veroshim. As authority, in the Torah stance, so then they're responsible for the Tzibur does, and therefore they would be more careful to to warn the Tzibur or to advise the Tzibur what they're not doing right. And this way, they wouldn't be responsible for what the Tzibur is doing wrong, whereas if they're being supported by the Tzibur, then they feel beholden to the Tzibur, and they're not as quick to give Musa to them. Since the setup is that the Tamil Chachamim are reliant on the Tzibur, then called Rav, every Rav has created a master for himself, which is which is supporting him, and therefore he isn't able to to tell that person what to do, or those people what to do, and similarly, they feel that Kilo, some that the authority of the Torah is up to them because it's based on their support. And therefore, the ideal would be have The ideal would be the Rav would be self-sufficient, and he wouldn't need to rely on his position to be paid, so to speak, as a way to as a way to uh, to survive. And then he wouldn't be beholden to the tibur the same way. Now, where is this a problem with this matter from? This isn't the Chilul Hashem we mentioned before. That's the case where a person is forcing people to do things for him based on his position, and that means he creates a Chilul Hashem. And therefore, if a person would say, you have to give me something because I'm a Rosh Hashiva, because I'm a Rav, whatever it is, or take advantage of things, I get priority, or I get better treatment, or I expect more, then that's going to cause a Chilul Hashem. When someone's misusing his, his position as a way to take for himself, that's because that causes a Chilul Hashem. The second thing we're talking about here is not really a person who's misusing his position. It was offered to him, and there's an agreement, and he's being supported because the town wants the rock, or they want it to be a relationship, whatever the case may be. In cases like that, for content of Chilul Hashem, but nevertheless, the second point the Maral says is it still dilutes the authority of the rock. It's because being as he's now is beholden to the people who feel that they're supporting him, so he's not he doesn't have the same uh, stature to. To, to give Musa or to set an example as he did previously. And therefore, he said it would, it was not that there's a Chilashem without that, but there definitely would be a level of Kod Shemaim which would be enhanced if, like Shmuel Novi, everyone would be able to say that the Rav never took anything from them and then they would respect him more solely as a figure of authority in Torah. And therefore, have it as a if there would be a situation where the Rav could be in the same Rav without having to lie on the table, it would be that much better. Obviously, if it's a question of him not being able to be, function as a rob or do his job or achieve his level if he's making a parnasa and therefore this is the way to free him up to become great in Torah that's good that. but if there was a way that a rob wouldn't need to run the tibur and it wouldn't impact or minimize his his level of rob so the, the maral says that's what shamay meant shamay meant however some malachah that a person who could support himself we made that he's less tall in the tibur and we made his authority is much more authority given to Brother Torah.